start over because I got to make sure that I record for our YouTube channel. So welcome again to New Welcome Hour with Lady T and myself, Mark Five, on this 12-23-2020, probably one of the hardest years for a lot of people. And at the same time, it's been a year of people growing their business and learning how to do things from home far as run their own business and create business and create networking and it showed a lot of people how they supposed to appreciate people and check on people. And because of this situation hitting my home, a lot of people reached out, a lot of people inboxed me, they called me constantly every day. Shout out to my big brother, Jimmy uh, Dennis, who was on the last show that we was on. He checks on me every day. And he said, I don't care if I'm getting on your nerves, I love you, so I'm gonna make sure that you are right. That means a lot to me to get so many messages from people and so many, uh, you know, just check on. And that's something that I request that everybody would do moving forward is check on your people because you yes. realize how important and how that makes people feel as far as when they're going through a difficult time in their life. Um, again, shout out to all my Capricorn people that I talk to every year. Capricorn! People like my cousin, uh, Rennie, who Edward Rome, Mike Boykins, who basically helped with this um, song that we're about to play. He basically is the engineer and co-producer of the song Never Ever that I put out back in October. And for those who already saw the video, I'm glad that you gave me feedback because y'all feedback means a lot to me as far as if you liked it, if you didn't like it, because I'm one of the people that can take criticism. I don't get sensitive like a lot of people get sensitive that everybody don't like this and that. Hey, I respect every opinion, bad or good, because that you have to take and you have to grow from that. Um, so again, shout out to everybody that wished me a happy birthday today on my life anniversary. Um, I appreciate that. Y'all don't realize every year that I get on social media on my B-Day and I see the love that I get, that's touching. And a lot of people complain about social media, how they don't like social media. And what we have to realize is how we use social media. If you don't flow down the river with the BS, then most of the time social media most is of the time as bad media. as people think it is. What's wrong with your face, Lady T? What's wrong? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> all right, I see your face drop. Like, uh, you know, I just want to let everybody know that to me, social media is a platform that I connect with family, friends. I meet new people. I have friends all over the world because of social media. And of course, because of TLC, which you see on Lady T's uh, backdrop, that company I joined. I had so many people from that company that reached out to me to check on Sharon and check on myself. And that means so much to me. But speaking of Sharon, I told her I was going to message her the link because she's still trying to figure things out as far as this uh, social media stuff. So let me do what I say I'm going to do. That's one thing about me. I try to stick. I try to do what I say I'm going to do. So, again, what's up to Yvette? What's up to uh, Mike? Mike, what's going on, Mike, from local to 234? I appreciate you. Just hey, Mike. Yeah, he definitely, I appreciate him jumping on. Dot, uh, again, all the individuals that's on, please make sure y'all share the broadcast. Around 7.30, yeah, 7.40, I guess we'll premiere the video. So, now that I've been the host, co-host, I'm going to fall back and let Ms. Lady T take over, and I'm going to step into the guest platform. But before you do, I want to thank all our past guests that came on this year of 2020 when we launched this show. And again, 
we launched this show for new artists, for artists that's basically wanting a platform to promote their music, their poetry, their spoken word, whatever type of craft that you have that you would like to market, we are here for you to promote and try to help you promote your talent and your gift. And just reach out to us, Radio at gmail.com, or you can call me directly on my cell phone at 215-617-5558. If I don't answer, leave a message. It's because I just don't randomly answer my phone from numbers that I don't know, but I will call you back within 24 hours. Lady T. First, yes, Mr. Mark 5. Real quick, because this, this year, I just want to thank you also for everything that you do when it comes to me as a person, um, as a friend, as a station manager, I just want to thank you for being who you are because under the circumstances of this whole craziness that's been going on this year, you hold it down Monday through Friday um, every morning. And I just want to thank you for being loyal, for being dedicated and for showing your gift and applying your gift to the station, to my dream, to be able to launch a station that's more than music that help people uh, tap into our network and to tap into a network that we can grow and become the station that I basically dream for us to be. I want to thank you for all your services and your. Oh, but absolutely, I am just so excited and honored to even be a part of your station. Like to be able to be on Monday through Friday from seven to ten to rock out music to promote the station to promote new recording artists, anybody that's grinding is just a true pleasure. So I really do appreciate all your appreciation. So real quick, because you had to ask me what's wrong. My whole screen went black. <laughs> I don't know why it's black. You so are, you on. All right. That's all. That's all I cared about. I, I, I was like, can you see me? <laughs> I watch, you know, I watch on the phone, and also you can see in the background I'm watching also, so you can see that you're on, and also the radio levels is good, so we good. We good. okay, perfect for me. I'm just gonna look at the black screen and get my questions in, cause this. So many things that so many people, I reached out to a lot of people who who check out the Bliss, and a few people wanted to know where did never ever come from. Never ever. Okay. Dang, you just got right to it. <laughs> well, because you know what? I'm interviewing my artists. Right. All right. Well, never, never ever came from, um, I sat back and Jimmy Dennis, who's a major part of my life as far as being a big brother and also the music aspect of things, he was saying, you know, he got, you know, let's roll with it. What do you feel? He said, bro, when you ready to do your first song, sit back, think about what you feel and how you want to present you know, your talent to the world. Even though we've been doing this for a minute, this would be my first solo album. Even though I had some hip hop stuff out, this would be my first solo album. So after I sat back and thought about the different things that I've done in life, far as relationships. And like we said before on the show with Jimmy Dennis is that most of the music that we put out has to be something that we feel. So after, and I'm not going to go too deep into like, this is my love story or something, but basically my wife, who I've been married to for 18 years coming up, um, I, dated her, I dated her back when, man, when she was in high school. And at that moment, I basically wanted to 
like I say, add to this side when I said it's subtracted from that side? Yes. Me dating and being a person that's being a man and dedicated and focused on my girlfriend at the time, I wanted to be the playboy. I wanted to keep adding. I wanted to date. I wanted to do this and that and this. And I basically lost somebody that I really loved since probably sixth grade. So at Thomas Mifflin School, and at that moment, I was glad that I didn't stay dating her because I probably would have messed up and probably wouldn't have this opportunity now. So when yeah. I matured and got to the point that I was ready to really be a man and step up as a man and appreciate, you know, what God gave me, that's when I said I'll never, ever let her go again. So when Jimmy stepped to me about never, ever, I was like, what better song to put out first than something that I've been through that I can really feel, that I can really express. So that's where it never ever came from because I never ever want to let that female leave my life again. That is that a, sound like some young and restless. Oh, oh. you know, it is. It does have a touch of Danielle Steele on it, but you know what? It's romantic and a lot of men don't verbalize the love for their females the way you do so it, it's definitely hats off to you and you wrote a song about it you know what i mean so you knew and you learned your lesson in 18 years strong y'all doing the thing yeah because well, with, well one thing i can say and i always wonder one thing about me i always like to shout out people that do what they do and it was my idea my life story and i threw uh jimmy dennis the ball and he came up with what he came up with. So it's more so written by Jimmy, but it's my story of my life. So shout out to Jimmy Dennis for doing a wonderful job with expressing what I wanted to express when it came to uh, Never Ever. Well, he's a talented artist anyway. So for you to have him on your team, for you to be on his team, that's a powerhouse of just music going on right there. and. The product was simply amazing. I'm I'm really looking forward to the video. I appreciate that. So you said the first. So there's other songs in the arsenal. When are, do do we know when that's gonna be dropping? At least the next single. Uh, we're supposed to be uh, the day, but instead <laughs> we dropping the video because like under the circumstances, like I was saying the past month of dealing with different health things throughout the family, death in the family, um, you know, and just not mentally there. One thing about me as an artist, a lot of people do stuff in music and it's not no shots or nothing, do what you do. That's one thing about me. If you do it that way, you do it that way. Me on the other hand, when I do music, I have to feel it and I have to be in that zone. I'm the type that when I go in the studio, I have to have candles if I'm doing a love song. I have to have the lights off in the studio. I have to be in that mode to be able to express how I feel. And because it's been so long, um, which we'll go into the history and why I stopped and all that, um, I just want to do it right. You know, everything got to be right. So it's not a rush with me. It's just more so something that I got to feel that I love to be able to put out to express how I feel when it comes to music and this whole art. So to answer your question, yes, there's a lot of stuff coming. The next one, I'm not going to put a, a, a concrete date on it, but we're looking for the beginning of next year 
with another song written by um, my dad. He, we are in the midst of doing it now as far as getting everything together. And that's going to be a, a, a more of a, a more singing, I should say. Cause like I told my team, like, all right, we had fun with that. Nah, 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 nah. Now it's time to do the real, you know, cause of course you want to show all the talent throughout, you know, your craft. So, well, see, never ever was not what I expected for your first single. I was like, he's spitting. Everybody asked that. Yo, you rapping? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh. you know. And I was expecting singing. So when I heard it, I was just like blown away. And you know, like you already, you know, I rushed to put it on the blitz because it was fire. Right, right. And I appreciate that. Like I said, I appreciate everybody um, support, everybody's feedback. And for those that, it's funny because a lot of people like, yo, you sing? And I'll be sitting there laughing. I'm like, man, I've been singing since 88. <laughs> it's funny it's like i've been singing before people really became this uh it became this fad now that everybody gotta be a rapper or a singer i've rapped and sing and break dance and popped and did all those things that the 80s and the you know 90s that we did this was what we you know what we did so you mentioned you started singing in 88 one how old were you and then two where did it start well, singing, well, to take it back, I was young. <laughs> That's how you answer that question. I like, I like that. You know, you know, you know what I was fishing for. <laughs> I know, but I was young. Um, it started really from my, uh, my dad up uh, Abbas for Housing where they had a band and my mother and my grandmother used to buy me the Mickey Mouse guitars and the drum sets and all that type stuff, but I never really got to enjoy the drum set because my dad had a rock band and one of his friends named Albie from a Baptist Ford used to use my drum set and broke it all up when they used to be, you know, the rock bands back then used to bang and tear stuff up. Yeah. So it really started from my mom having her house parties with music and me being young, trying to sneak down the steps after they didn't move the couches and stuff and had the little dollar parties and house parties with all her girlfriends. And I just enjoy listening to music. And we started going up Germantown, which is in a part of Philadelphia, the sounds of Germantown. And every time she would go, she would buy me an album. And my first album I got was probably the, no, LL or the Beastie Boys with the wow. airplane on it. That was my first album. This is when we had records. <laughs> yeah, we got to hear, if you notice on all uh, Jimmy and my music, when you first hear the beginning of the song, it sounds like a record. Yes. Yeah, that's that's something that we were sitting there because we're into music and we wanted to have something different. We wanted it to sound like a, a record. So that's basically where it started from back in Abbotsford with the house parties and stuff like that. And then when I was in my eighth grade graduation, my music teacher, Miss Highsmith, Karen Highsmith from Thomas Mifflin, which I think you saw in the video, because of course you saw it. Everybody knows you saw it already. Yes, I did. <laughs> which, which, you know, you see in the video, Thomas Mifflin, that's one of the things that's a historic place for uh, myself and Jimmy, because that's where we started our whole singing journey. And that's also where I first met, well, I met Sharon and Abbotsford growing up, but that's where 
we were in school together and I used to chase her around. You know, when you're a kid, you chase little girl guys, chase the girls around. Yeah. These steps, the ukuleta, ukuleta eye, <laughs> watching and checking them out. So that's why Mifflin was so important to me because Karen Highsmith at our graduation told me that I was singing in the graduation. I'm like, singing? I don't do no singing. I rap, I break dance and stuff like that. And she was the type of teacher that you don't say no to. <laughs> I, end up, I end up singing at our eighth grade graduation um, with Keisha Searles. I forgot the song, but I end up singing with her. And that's when uh, Jimmy heard me singing. And that's when he added me to the Sensations, the group, the Sensations. And it was a member. It was a five group member. And after that. So was this all in 88? 88, 89, and 90 is where the group and everything did its thing. So 90, you joined the Sensations. Yes, when I joined the Sensations in 88. Nice, nice. So now, what did it mean? First off, how did you feel when Jimmy asked you to join the Sensations? Like your performance at school? Well, when he asked me to join the Sensations, it was, it was, uh, I felt great because the sensations was like the new edition of philly you know it was like they did shows at the roxborough high school and they had the nice suits on and girls would throw flowers at them so what young man you know wouldn't want to be part of something like that that was you know grabbing attention and doing what he loved to do sing you know but during practices that we had i didn't like it of course because jimmy was like a damn drill sergeant <laughs> we would do steps over and over again, sing the note. No, the harmony don't sound right. No, we can't. We ain't going to parties. So he and his Abbotsford house practicing. When everybody wow. else at parties, we practicing getting ready for the next talent show or the next show that we was putting on. And it, it was amazing. It was definitely. But he was a perfectionist. Exactly. Yeah, it was definitely amazing. It was a wonderful uh, thing. We basically made a lot of noise. We've never lost any talent shows, you know, giving out the flowers, going downtown, hanging out pictures up and people know you. So it was like a celebrity status, you know? So when did it all end? What switched, what happened with the sensations that music, you know, wasn't still continuous? Well, what happened was in 91, uh, Jimmy Dennis, which y'all can go look it up. You can Google his name and look up the story. He actually was incarcerated for a crime that he didn't commit. So basically they stole the lead singer, which he was the lead singer away from us. And when he was stolen away from us, we tried to keep things rolling, but that passion wasn't there no more. And that drive. And the drive wasn't there no more. And so what happened with me was because when we were with the Sensations, I dealt with all the business. As far as when we got uniforms, I was the one to negotiate. Yo, we need five, but we need to pay for four. We come here all the time, you know. We need the pictures hung up, you know, negotiating everything. I was the business person of the Sensations. So I just basically took all the things that I've learned and all the things that I've bumped my head as time went on and got into business, got into managing different artists, got into putting mixtapes together doing events, bowling parties, cabarets, uh, Atlantic City trips, 
um, ski trips, you know. So I just got into that part of it for years. And uh, I wrote music and, you know, as I, because it's a passion of mine. So I wrote music, but I just didn't have that passion to really push and become that artist again. So because I knew the business, I just managed people. So that's what I was, that was my next thing. Run me through the timeline from Jimmy being incarcerated and the sensations dissolving to you doing your next, what you said you rapped, right? So run me through your timeline from then until never ever. Okay. As far as music. Jimmy, Jimmy got locked up in 91. He did 25.5 years. So 25.5 years, what I did was I got with my cousin, Adam, and we created a group called Mark Adam, which my uncle, Matthew Charles, may he rest uh, in peace. He uh, basically put me and my cousin together and we did a song called Say No to the Drugs. That was in probably 91, 92, somewhere around there. It was around that era. And that's when I first went into the studio. That's when I first learned about the studio in the early 90s. After that, we tried to do the four, Forever, the group Forever, which had uh, two, three other members in it. Simply D, who's on the radio show now, Tony, he was one of the members. Um, Newt, who was one of the Sensation members. And then we tried oh. to add some people. We tried to, you know, it just went back and forth. You know, different people in the group, different people didn't do the business. They didn't take it serious. It didn't work. People wanted to go to girlfriend dates instead of practice. The whole rundown of the music business when you're trying to do things with people. Um, in 2004, that's when me and my father, Kenny K-Spoon, who's one of the producers on Never Ever, got the rap group together. We had a whole bunch of rappers that I managed and we put uh, three albums together. So that's when I got into the management part of everything and putting shows together and the bowling parties and events and stuff like that. Jimmy Dennis got out probably, it's almost for three and a half years, say. Before Jimmy got out, three years before he got out, me, Dennis McFadden, who's one of my people that basically inspires me and a mentor, Kenny K. Spoon Nelson, who was a mentor who inspired me, and a couple other people I met in the business, Mike Boykins, um, Lamar Alexander, who I went to Mass Bomb with, and a couple other people started to say, you know what? I'm sick of chasing people. The rappers don't want to show up. They doing this, they doing that. I said, what I'm going to do is work on a project myself and show them how it's done. I'm going to incorporate different rappers on different songs and that way, I know that they'll work because they're working on my project. And there's a different level of respect when somebody asks you to work on their project than them working on their project. On your own. You know? And that's when it started. Of course, life and people with families and this and that still slowed things down. Mm -hmm. So, uh, K Spoon, Kenny Nelson got with me and he had a, a beat. I was taking beats from different people. So that one beat that he had, he gave it to me. Jimmy was out now. Me and Jimmy listened to it. We seen how we needed to do some tweaking to it. So what happened was we got with Mike Boykins. Mike Boykins is a major producer, worked with some of Boys the Men, a lot of artists in Philly. He uh, 
helped Jimmy engineer his three songs that's out. You know, he's a major part of what we do. So once he got his hands on Never Ever, him and Jimmy went into the studio, did some changing around, add some different drum beats, got with K-Spoon, and then that's when we finished it up, probably uh, June. It took so long for me to put out because what I wanted to do was I wanted to not just put it out, I wanted to have a whole master plan with it and I wanted every date to be important. So October 4th is when I released it on all streaming sites for y'all that don't know, if you want to go listen to it or go get it, it's on all streaming sites. Just look for Mark 5, M-A-R-C 5, never ever. I put it on October 4th, which is the day before my mother's birthday, but it's also the 4th is my anniversary. So that's when I put Never Ever out on October 4th. And then I'm uh-huh. releasing the video, which is out now, today, which is my birthday. So yeah. let me rewind a little bit. Like I was telling you before, when Jimmy Dennis was on our show, when we release stuff and we do things, there's always a meaning or a reason why we do things. And a purpose. And now I'm in the studio working on probably four different songs right now. Oh wow, that's super cool! Yeah, so be back to it. Look, you know I'm looking forward to it because, um, like I said, never ever just like blew me away. So I'm just looking forward to what else, whatever type of recording talents we got up in them bones. When all that time that you were managing and promoting and doing all the other stuff other than singing and and you know performing how what 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 was was stirring up inside of you you know did you miss it you know were you pining for it or it was just something that fell way back in the background until you know the timing was right i think that uh all three (laughs) (laughs) all three i missed it I missed it because I love to perform. I love to express emotions through wording with music. Damn, that was good. I gotta write that. Down. Did you write it down? Okay, I need to say that. <laughs> and at the same time, um, I wanted it. I see a lot of artists out here, which I definitely salute because they inspire me. You know, some of the artists that's not out there inspire me um people that's out there when i see the boys the men the brian mcknights um you know and all these other individuals that's coming out that used to be out that's coming out that inspired me to see people with new music that was in the same era that we started then you know um i think it's different now because of the whole like we on the streaming sites and the facebook lives and all these different lives I think now that we have these platforms, it takes us to a, another level, you know? So I, I definitely appreciate um, and miss and enjoy the things that we've done, but now I'm more excited now about the things that we're about to do. Because- Because I know they're big plans. Yeah, think about this. Back then when we used to sing and do things major like shows and stuff, it was about really impressing, trying to get record companies to pay attention. We had our energy set on, you know, wanting to be big, wanting to be famous, wanting somebody to sign us and money and all this type of stuff. But we had the love for music. 
Now, okay. and I think I can speak for Jimmy when I say this. Now, it's more so we're doing it for a bigger purpose, just to express ourselves. We're not going to just settle for anything because the simple fact we know our value and we know our talent. So when we put out music, that's why it has to be passion. We have to be passionate about what we do. You know? So there's definitely a different type of maturity from then to now Absolutely. when it comes to your music. Absolutely. Yes. Definitely. So what are, um what makes you tick? You know, your mind goes all over the place. So I want to know what really makes you tick. What gets you going, especially when it comes to the music? Uh, first, God for waking me up. Let's let's put that out there. I appreciate Amen. God for the talents. God for the for the, the, the teaching because some things I've taught myself. So let's let's definitely put that out there when it comes to God waking me up to be able to do everything I do. Family, friends, business associates, they keep me going. You know, and it's like sometimes I know that I could be a pain when it comes to people I work with, but I see stuff in them and I like to see them succeed. I like to see people in general succeed. And that's what keeps me like motivated. I don't have to be, you know, of course, everybody want to be rich and comfortable, but I'm comfortable in life already when it comes to being happy. I have a healthy, I have healthy children, grandchildren, you know, my parents, I love them, friends, family that care, a beautiful wife, in-laws that I love. So I'm kind of happy, you know, I have a good job, you know, I have business people that I work with that care for me, not just because it's business, but they care for me. And I care for them. So when I see, say I see you do your show Monday through Friday, and I know that you love what you're doing, I'm happy that I got to have that platform to make you happy. That's what keeps me going. When I see people achieving what they dream, because I know how hard it is to achieve your dream, and how sometimes, you know, in life, things can go left. So if I could say, yo, if I can motivate you and say something, I'm happy. Yeah, I definitely know that because there's been many a times I'm like, I'm done. You're like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. Because, you know, but you need that. That's what that's what I appreciate about our relationship. Like, you do not bite your tongue, snap out of it, stop the nonsense, and get it together. Yeah. You know how many times I wanted to say, look at, look at, look at this song now videos now music who would think that i you know how many people after i told them that my song is done how many people said you still singing <laughs> <laughs> like you still doing that because you would think i mean look at look at you know and i hate to keep talking about him but i know his story is like one of the closest people to me look at jimmy dennis incarcerated 25.5 years innocent on death row right got out of jail and put out music, which we were doing before he got incarcerated, and put out good music. And I'm not saying this because he Jimmy. If it was garbage, I wouldn't say nothing that was good. I'm talking no. about putting out good, good, music. great music. Yes, <laughs> you know. And it's like you know, it's it's that motivates me by itself. 
He, you know, Jimmy is an inspiration. Like I look at a lot of things, and I it, it goes back to what would Jimmy do? Sometimes I know people be like Jesus, but honestly, that man had it rough. Like you said, to be on death row and to come out, and he is doing better than so many people. Where they'll say. You know, oh, once you locked up, there's no, there's no nothing. There is, if you believe in yourself. And that's one man that I know that believes in his music and his craft. And like he say, never, never give up. Never. So, so who am I that been out here to have all these music connections, have the love and passion for music, but then say, I'm going to give up. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So he, he he inspires me also, and a lot of individuals inspire me. When I get people that hit me up and say, you know, Mark, you inspire me. Well, I do my morning coffee for thought, and I haven't done that in months. And I get people inboxing me like, yo, where's your morning coffee for thought? I need to hear that sometimes. That pushes me to do morning coffee for thought. There's plenty of times I wanted to say, let's shut this stuff down. Let me just go work my job. I make nice money and just live my life and travel. Why not the aggravation of trying to go through this? And it seems like, you know, some individuals don't have the love or support you, you know, like why, for what, what are you doing it for? And then I had to think about it and I said, you know what? I'm doing it for the love that I have for it. That's it. Your own personal passion. Exactly. And, and it's times that, you know, some people be like, oh, well, they don't say this to us, but we hear things that, you know, oh, man, y'all still doing that? Aren't y'all too old? And I tell people all the time, how are you too old to express your love or to express your feelings and your emotion through music, through what you can basically do? There's, a, there's no age limit. And that's the part. I think we talked about that with uh, with uh, Vince Brown. Yes. We had him on the show. We talked about him about that. Yes. Like, who, who says that you have to stop singing at 25 or 30. Well, they said the same thing to Morgan Freeman. He didn't start acting until he was in his late 40s. Exactly. There's no age on anything. Exactly. We so, put that all out, that stigma on ourselves, you know, to, to beat ourselves up to, so that we stay down. But if you have the musical talent and you 60 years old, get it popping. Exactly. And that goes for anything, not just music, starting your own business, going back to Any, college. Go everything. Yes. Do what you love to do. And don't let nobody dictate or say you can't do anything. Nothing. Yes. Just because of a number. You know, age is a state of mind. It's how you feel. I know um, just the other day, um, somebody posted on IG, a woman 80 years old who had a lace front lashes and she she did not look a bit of 80. And I promise you, she didn't feel it either. It's a state of mind. You make yourself old. You know what I mean? If you keep telling you yourself you're old, you're too old for this and you're too old for that, that's what you're going to be. Exactly. So that's, what, that's basically some of the things that drive me, that I focus on, that I enjoy. You know, um, I'm just I'm just in a in a lane right now where I'm going to do so much. God's will. I plan to do so many things. I plan to express certain emotions 
that I feel do music that might tap into other people. That's the reason why I do music. One, because it's a form of expression that I would like to put into my, you know, creative juices when it comes to the art form. But at the same time, the whole game plan is to talk about some things. You know how people listen to Mary J. Blige and they say, oh, I feel it. Oh, that song, that song might hit you somewhere, you know, that makes you feel like you're going through that same situation. Yeah. That's my plan through music, to inspire people, to let people know that it's okay to love. It's okay to talk about your marriage. You know, we got this thing that, you know, being a being a playboy and a, a hoe and everything is that's it. I'm the man. Nah. Nah. That's I don't know where I came from. Yeah. So now I'm to the point that, you know, and I used to be, you know, years ago I used to be that person that people, oh, you got a girl, you know, you want to be, oh no, nah, I'm I'm cool. I'm the man, look. Long as my family love me, my friends love me, they show me appreciation, and I'm making them happy, I'm cool. As long as you love you, cool. if you're yeah. not your own best friend, yeah, you for the birds. Yeah, and I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything when it comes to all my business ventures. I'm not doing anything to hurt nobody. Everything I'm doing is inspire people to educate people and to have fun, and at the same time give people a platform and a voice to be able to say what they feel and to educate people through experience. They say experience is one of the main teachers. Man, I've been through so many relationships in life, doing dirt, getting dirt. Everything, anything you do, even in buying a sandwich, you're going to learn one way or another something from it. Yeah, absolutely. So So what I want to know Describe your perfect event. You know, you there's no C19 popping off and you're able to go on tour. What's your dream venue, like your dream performance? My dream performance is to, oh, man. My dream performance would be to get on stage, do some of the songs that we used to do, have some of the old members from the sensations on stage and be able to close it out with me and Jimmy doing our new music and doing music that we've, uh, you know, that we've created that nobody has heard yet, you know, and, and what stage, what stage? Yeah. What stage? Do you have a specific stage in mind? Uh, man, not really. I mean, of course, I would want to perform in uh, in Philly, but I would think I would think that the stage that I would really want to be on it would probably be probably the BET stage. You know why? Because one, I get to see all the faces and all the people that I've watched. You know that that alone, you know, it would be impressive to me to be able to see people that motivated me throughout the years you know like i said like the brian mcknight like the baby faces you know even boys the men and all the different artists that to be able to perform in the same you know stage as those individuals will be a dream come true Mm. it's not it's not even it's not even and i'm not knocking trust me i know that you know and and Jimmy probably don't agree with me with this. This is just how I feel, that 
I don't really the Grammys and stuff and getting Grammys and awards is definitely a a stage of achievement. It shows you know that you achieve certain things. But to me, I'm more happy and impressed by when individuals that know me give me ups and call me and text me and say, "Yo, I'm proud of you." You understand what I mean? Because they know yeah. where you come from. Yeah. They know you. So for me to get words from Mom Nita, who is Jimmy's mom, that basically babysat me, and Tony, and you know all the individuals from Abbotsford Projects and Mass Bomb and Mifflin and all these people, to for them to say, "I'm proud of you. I like your music." Uh, you know that alone, I'm happy with. And that See, sounds that sounds cliche, but that's real talk. That's real talk. Like I said, I'm in a place that I'm happy in life. You know, and and for me to get those individuals blessings and support, that's that that means the world to me. See, and it's it's great to have a, that's one thing that I feel like is missing from a lot of artists that true support. It's harder when you gotta go at it all by yourself. So when you have that that background, those cheerleaders, those team players that are rooting you on, it just builds your confidence up a lot more for you to achieve your dream. So kudos to your support system too. Man, they've been around since we used to sing uh Can You Stand a Rain by New Edition. <laughs> oh, can I hear some? But they uh what new edition? Yeah, go ahead. Can you stand? No, I know you ain't trying to have me sing right now. Of course I am. You I know, know I'm gonna try the video. Look, <laughs> but um, they they they've been around and they followed us through our uh our journey. You know, as far as talent shows and stuff, and they always been around, and and that's something that I look forward to is to be able to do some things for individuals that always support us. You know, if it's giving away, having a party that's free, that you give free food and gift certificate, whatever, you know, that's that's the, the ultimate goal that I think that uh, I would like to do. Because I, you know, the show appreciation throughout the years with us, it's just not take, 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 take. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's where we at. So you want to get a, You want to show the video? Yeah, <laughs> let's go and get into it. Time got time went fast, didn't it? <laughs> Look, it always flies when we're having fun. All right, here we go. For everybody, this is the premiere for people that didn't see. It's on YouTube, uh, Mark 5, Never Ever. If you watch the video, please do me a favor. I don't care if you ever come back to my page. I hope you do. But please like and share and put the notifications on so when we start uploading all these new videos next year, Oops, look, look, that you be able to uh, check out and support the team as we go on this journey. Uh, can you see it? Are we up? It's not fair. Yeah. Everything's black. I don't know. I can't answer oh, you. You can't see? All right, hold well, on. I don't know. It's still saying it's starting this year. It's about to come on, hopefully, or turn black anyway. See. I'm trying to look to see. Uh, there we go. Let me turn this up. You don't try to run for me. I'm gonna get one of these days. I'm gonna get you to sing a note for me. Transition of me growing and being mature. I got you. Oh, it's on. All right, that's the one that I think that I should have never let. I'm a mute. I mics. So that way. 
<laughs> I appreciate it. But one thing, one thing uh, about the video that is it was when my advertising first video. on YouTube. I know that making an authentic video oh, with a clear call to action is like, the key to the results. <laughs> I got Yeah, but one thing uh about the video that I wanted to make sure that I did was represent places that meant something to me. Okay. Like as you notice, you see um Thomas Mifflin, like I was saying earlier, that's the school that this whole musical journey, me and Sharon's journey started. And then the basketball court um, is up Abbotsford Housing, a.k.a. Abbotsford Projects, where I was born and raised and did the shows, how we used to do shows up there. We did so much as far as when it came to music. Um, and then Lincoln Drive is where I used to, my uncle, my uncle Eddie, used to take me and have those man talks, me and his, uh, his son, as far as his son Edward with his birthdays today too, me and my cousin Rennie birthday on the same day. So shout out to Rennie. But that's three of the places that made a difference as far as me being a man, me being in this whole music business. So that's why I wanted to do those videos, the first video and those locations. So that's just a little bit. Of well, that was definitely one of my questions. Where did the concept for the video come from? You know, the kids going up the steps, the park, everything, even walking along the water. Where'd the concept come from? Well, the beginning of the video, the concept came from, I was sitting thinking, and because I always liked basketball, you know, um, and always played basketball up Abbotsford, I said, hey, let's have a conversation because, you know, us guys have conversations and we talk about different things. And, of course, if I'm going to talk about uh a change and different things I need to do. I wanted to have some of the people that I respect their opinion and that I talked to growing up that have at least 30 years plus in my life. So that's why you see the guy Dave in blue. And then you see okay. me, of course, you know, so that's why I got them together. It was supposed to be more, but people's schedule didn't, you know, uh, get together. Coincide. Yeah, it didn't coincide with each other. So I said, well, I just have to roll with the two. And then the whole water thing, I love water. I find a peace of mind with water. If you look at some of my pictures on Facebook, you notice every time we vacation, we're around water. You know, mm -hmm. as far as the Niagara Falls, then we went to Virginia Beach, Maryland mm -hmm. Beach. So of course I had that water in there. So that's another reason why I wanted to do that down Lincoln Drive. That's the same place also where you see boys, the men end of the road when they walking on the street in the middle, when they saying the end of the oh, road. Oh yes. That's actually the same area. I'm just near the water. They was in the street. So that's one of the things that, uh, and that's a popular place in Philadelphia, Lincoln Drive, School Kill, where they had a boats and stuff like that going up and down. So that's that. Um, Thomas Mifflin School is where you see the children walking up the steps. I want mm -hmm. to see the children because actually um, there's two of them. The guy that gave the little uh, lollipop, that's supposed yeah. to be me. Shout out to Yvette and her son for basically doing that part. You know, he's also in a intertwined the film series that we're going to start shooting next year. So I grabbed some of the actors that's in the film and said, you know what? I want to portray me and Sharon back in the day as far as her coming out, the young lady coming out to school. That's the way Sharon used to come out. Those same doors 
you know, over a certain amount of time ago. <laughs> and coming up the steps, it was just more so a transformation of us being children and then going up the steps. And as you see, we became adults. Then we had, yeah, I thought that was great. Then we have the antique car where it represents, you know, a throwback of how I should have been a better man then. And then we could have rode away in the sunset then. But now it's a throwback car and we're adults and we still riding in the sunset. As far as the uh the other actor, other actress that's on it, she's one of the females that represents a lot of the different females that I dated in life that I was with them, but I never could forget about Sharon. That one see her popping up. I never could forget about that one. And just mm-hmm. that that one was the one. Look, so, you know, that's, it's a whole concept of the whole video that I wanted to, uh, you know, make happen. So you mentioned Jimmy and Kay Spoon has written songs. Do you write any songs and are we going to be hearing any of those anytime soon? Because you also mentioned that too, you used to write. What's going on with your writing now? I have a book of music that I am going to revisit. I'm going to update, of course, because some stuff that I said in that book of music, I probably wouldn't say now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's some stuff that I talk about because I don't want to portray, like I'm trying to be this young boy, this you know type of person. I'm going to revisit some of those songs and uh, update them and definitely go in the studio and record them. What does a song have to have? So since you, you know, you're using various writers, what does a song have to have for you to even want to record it? Because I know you've come across some songs that you was like, nah. Oh, yeah. I came across one song that if I was 20 years ago, I would have did it. And it has to have, it has to have something that I feel passionate about far as it has to fit a situation. It has to have something that's going to make a woman feel good about herself. It's going to have to have a, something that's empowering a man to hopefully give them direction on how to treat a woman, what to say to a woman. You know, it has to have something that has to do with a situation that that's not phony. You know, something of the sort that I can basically feel passionate about to go in the studio. I can't go in the studio and talk about, yo, shake your ass, girl. Come on. It's, that's not me. That's not the... No, that's, that's it's the, no, no popping. No, none of that. You know, but I can, I can actually... But see, the thing about it is I'm not knocking that because I have artists that actually that's going to work with me on music that that might be their thing with me. That's just not your style. Hook, yeah, singing a hook or something or saying some words or something on it. So I'm not knocking it, but it just can't be Mark Five. I'm going to the club and I'm smacking on the ass. I, that's not me. But could you imagine in the grandkids and and, and the kids just dancing to you? Just that's what I'm saying. It's like I, I wouldn't feel comfortable in me. Number one, like I said, I have to feel comfortable about what I sing. It can't be no, uh, you know, portraying no phoniness. You know, I can't sit there and say, "Yo, I'm dropping these." millions on the chick booty when number one 
I don't have millions. And if I had millions, I ain't dropping no millions on nobody's booty. <laughs> Look, I'm going to invest Look, this. Look, a dollar when we done. This is just for the video. I'm going to invest this money to some properties or into a business <laughs> or invest into somebody's, you know, uh, idea or something. That's where I'm at with it, you know? So it has to be, it has to be something that I can feel that I can actually feel passionate about going in the studio and singing about it or not rapping, but, you know, spitting spoken word or whatever, because I'm not trying to go, everybody want me to do something that's, blah, 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 but I'm like, I probably will do something. I'm not going to say I ain't, but I ain't going to be known as no rapper because that's just my time with that is over, you know? Okay. So what are your top three genres? You know me. I love all music. What are your top three? Ooh, top three? I love all music too, but uh, top three would be jazz. Nice. R&B soul. And uh, let's see. I would say probably island music, probably like a reggae island music. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because that makes me that pumps me up. I work out to you know. I I love that that you know move your body. Like more of a calypso soco or a reggae or reggae tone or all of the above. Reggae, reggae tone, all of the above. Anything that can that you can hear different instruments and that you can mm -hmm. move that is automatically once it come on, you're gonna get this. You know, you okay. move your head, you're gonna get that that dum -dum -dum -dum. I love that. You know? Okay. Do you play any instruments? Um, right now, most of the stuff that I'm on is digital keyboards and, you know, the Fruity Loops and stuff like that. I, it's a shame because my mom made me take trombone and Mifflin. She made me take the, uh, what else? She made me take all types of instruments and I just didn't, you know, I was too busy worried about the girls. I wasn't into the instrument. I wasn't trying and nothing to stuck really. I wasn't trying to stay after school for no training, you know. <laughs> what were your top five musical inspirations? Top five musical inspirations. Uh, Brian McKnight. That's one. Uh, that's so hard. I listen to so many different people. Brian McKnight, Luther. Uh, on a female, I would say I like Mary J. Blige on a female. I like Mary J. Blige for the for the music that she puts out. You know, sometimes okay. you listen to music and you can just feel it. Yes, that's that's one of the people. She has to me. She has time machine music. Yes. And what I mean by time machine music, anytime I hear a Mary song, it makes me go back to where I was when I first heard it or, you know, just that era. And then I'm just like, whoa, don't do that. So I got to switch it. But she definitely brings me back. <laughs> yeah. David, I mean, we speak in far as up the generation now, but far as back in the day, Marvin Gaye, um, Man, Marvin who inspired you? You know, when it comes to singing and and 
you know, Luther, I definitely can understand because his 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 yeah, pipes yeah. are crazy. That's it. You got but, Luther. You got David Hollister. Nice. Uh, let's see, David Hollister, Luther. Who else I listen to that I have to listen to? Wanye Morris from Boys to Men. I like him too. Wanye, I give Wanye Morris definitely give him a lot of credit because this this like. Y.A. Morris and Boys the Men, I'll put it that way, because their music is definitely uh, something that I still listen to today, and it always reminds me of the group, you know, the sensations. Oh, brings you back. Time Machine music, I love it. New Edition, of course. There's so many. <laughs> Look, there's so many, but I would say more so, um, yeah, those individuals. Of course, you know, the older generation, Temptations, Marvin Gaye, a lot of group stuff because that's all we used to listen to as far as being in a group. We used to listen to a lot of group uh, music. See, okay, so now all that love and your inspirations, is that what more or less drove you to start the station? And why a station? Well, what made me start Sador Radio is I was on another platform. Shout out to Simply Monica, who talked me into joining her station probably eight years ago almost. So I definitely got to shout her out um, because she said we started open conversation to make a long story short, and it was more so streaming like this. And she brought us to the radio station, and I just wanted to start a station that was like a family. And at the same time, I wanted a bunch of bosses. And when I say bosses, I'm saying individuals that's doing something outside of just sitting behind a mic. If you are an artist, if you are a nonprofit, or if you had a shelter, or if you had, you know, an author or whatever you do, I wanted you to be able to be on this platform and promote and network and be part of my radio family. So that's basically what made me want to start Sador Radio is because I wanted to have a platform where individuals can bring their talent and what they were doing and sit behind the mic. And that's what made me come up with Sador Radio, the station that's more than music. Because I didn't want people to just come and play music and just say, yeah, hey, yeah, welcome to such and such. All right, this and that, play music. I wanted it to be a formula of like you with new artists. You know, that's your lane where you have passionate to show new artists uh, have a platform to be able to market their music. Yes. With Diva, Diva actually is a director, a writer, a producer when it comes to film. So what she does is she brings film and theater to the radio. You know, Carolyn yeah. is an a octopus of so many different talents. Oh, please. So much education. I get dizzy. Yeah, that I, I want get dizzy. to be a part of the team to be able to educate people from the airwaves, from our uh, YouTube channel, and from our podcast. So that's what made me want to be able to bring different individuals like Angela Thomas with her uh, arts, as far as her poetry and her, you know, stuff that she do on Sunday morning. I wanted her. And the comedians. And then you have the comedians, of course. You know, the real I love the no comedians. joke. They bring comedic education to the radio. 
So yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, and then a lot more of them, you know, you know, and I, they know I love them. I'm not going to sit here and shout all y'all out, of course, but I love all of y'all. Make sure y'all download that app, Shador Radio, and check out all the shows from, you know, the shows that we mentioned to the, the young fellas who I, I, I love so much because they've been with me from day one. In the mix. Yes, I love them too. They're on, matter of fact, they're on... In a little while. In a little while tonight, matter of fact. Yes. On. So make sure you tune on to them from 10 to 12. They're on, you know, and they do their thing. They actually speak from a young, younger point of view, a younger generation, you know, and I have a lot of new shows that's coming 2021 with a little more young generation coming, you know, and I want, I yeah. want this to be a platform of all generations. Yes. All religions. Big happy families. You know, because we're all yeah. one. When you come down to it, right? You know, and not to sound like I'm I'm preaching, but when you come down to it, we all want the same things in life, no matter what color you are. You know, no matter how rich or how poor you are, we all want to be happy. We all want peace. We all want yeah. our families to be healthy. We and safe. You know, we all want our families to be safe. Yes. We all want to live a life that we're happy about. Yes. You know, so that's one of the things why I'm not a, a, a one track person when it comes to wanting to deal with this people. No, I want to deal with everybody. Everybody. Everybody yes. wants to be loved. Everybody goes through hurt. Everybody goes through pain. You know, so to me, music is a platform of where I can express how I feel and there's no color bearer. There's no color, there's no black, there's no white. We all have been in a relationship. We all had that one individual that we dated in the past that we might have did wrong, that we wish we had back, you know? So that's one thing about Never Ever is that that's just my story, you know? Yes. And it's a rare one nonetheless. I mean, the sixth grade and then y'all reunited, that is really, really, really cool. Real quick, because we are uh, coming close to the end of the hour. How can they follow you? Where can they get your music? Where should they subscribe? Reiterate that for us, Mr. Mark Five. Well, Mark Five, you can basically Google Mark Five, <laughs> and it comes up. Right after Google. The, look, look, right after the Bible verse is Mark Five. Yeah, yo, that is so funny. That's exactly what happened. I was like, oh, they're serious. Yeah, I'm dead serious, you know, and on any platform, I'm on everything from the YouTube channel, Mr. Mark Five, all the, the music is on all platforms from Tidal to Apple Music to iTunes to Spotify to YouTube Music. It's anything that I do will be on all the platforms because I feel as though I'm never going to limit myself to go to one place because everybody listens to their music in different platforms. Different ways, yes. The video that you just saw, if you missed it, you can go to YouTube. I'll share it, of course, on my Facebook. I just was waiting to this show to really go hard to share it. But now I'm going to share it on all my Facebook platforms and uh, Twitter and all the different platforms that we have. Um, I'm going to share it. And they, on, how, did, how did they follow you on Twitter and IG? Mr. Mark Five. <laughs> Everything is Mr. Mark Five. Mr. Mark Five. Mr. Mark Five. Mr. Mark Five is, of course, my name is Mark, but the five is a shout out and a dedication to my five children. You know, um, 
And it's funny because I have five grandchildren now, thanks to my five. Damn. That crazy five five. Y'all play the people play the numbers. That five, I'm telling you, he's zero zero five. Yeah, five is the joint. It's my favorite number. And I was born on the fifth. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And another thing, another reason why I pick uh, five is because, as you see, when you make a fist, it stands for strength. Yes. And it's five fingers in your thumb that makes five. Four fingers and four fingers in your thumb. Yeah. So you know, it's it's one of those things that to have a fist means power, and that's basically what I represent. I represent power, strength, peace. Together. You deep, brother. You deep. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that because I try not to talk too much on the radio and stuff like that. <laughs> but since you know, since this lady T, I'm gonna give it all in and basically. Show I appreciate you being real. Just, you know, so I'm gonna be me. It's just sometimes we don't express ourselves because people sometimes take your niceness for weakness. And, and and I don't like for that other side to come out the shadows too often. So I just try to me either. Do y'all see my eyes? Y'all don't want that. That you don't want it to come out the shadows. Uh, I try to be a peaceful person. Stay in this zone. Stay yeah. in this zone. Yeah. So you know, it's like sometimes people don't realize that, you know, when you're a peaceful person, let that person be a peaceful person to feed off that piece of energy. You know what else I noticed too? People take vulnerability. Just because I choose to be vulnerable with you does not mean I'm weak. You know, so don't don't misconstrue vulnerability. Yeah, you gotta watch those Capricorns. What? <laughs> what? We bottles don't make me come for you. I will give you the horns. You will get the horns. Loyal dedicated and we'll do anything in the world to help you achieve whatever you're trying to achieve but at the same no capricorns we're not we're not those people that you need to mess over no there is plenty in the world for all of us what is mine and what is yours will be whether i do anything to do to mess it up you understand what i mean so there's no need for me to do that you can't take Nothing from me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So that's that's you know. It's your life anniversary. I'm so super excited. I'm trying to maintain. I'm being calm. No, I pretty. You know, it's funny. Shout out again to everybody, man. That that wished me. Even while we were live, people were saying, you know, uh, happy birthday. Like your aunt, I see she on there. I have so much love for her. She's always supporting and jumping on here. I see Lydia. I appreciate that. And Dot and all the other individuals that's on here. Um, yo, I sincerely, you know, people say thank you to different things. And, and I'm dead serious when I say this. I can't mean it no more. I so appreciate everybody. Like, seriously. Like, because what we have to realize is this. You know, we work hard to do different things in life, you know, and we go through our bumps and bruises. You know, we go through the ups and downs, especially this year. A lot of individuals, you know, been through ups and bruises. So when you get people that give you positive energy, that give you love, man, it it means so much now because some people are so scared to show love to people. They feel as though, I don't know what they feel, to be honest with you. I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, what's the problem with sending a like or saying happy birthday or much love or I appreciate you or thank you or it don't Look, hurt. Let me, 
I'm not a social media person, but I will hit you up on your personal number. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, like, like real talk. I like and share people's stuff. Some people I don't even do. know. But if you I like and I share and I say, you know, you're beautiful or to the fellas, you know, that's what's up. I like those shoes. I'm not scared to compliment a dude. If you got nice shoes, you got nice shoes. If you got a nice haircut, yo, that thing is fly. I'm comfortable with my manhood. You know, why is it? Why is it a, a chick is always ready to fight? Oh, you looking me up and down? I'm sorry, you shouldn't have worn that outfit. You look nice. My bad. You know, I'm, everything doesn't have to be negative. Yeah, and the thing about it is, what we have to realize is, we post stuff on social media all day for what? For people to see it. For yeah. To compliment it. Yes. To say something to like it. So when yes. I like and I share stuff, I'm truly actually showing love to whatever you do. If you do 10 backflips, I'm liking it because that's what's up. I remember I used to do that. <laughs> Look, so, but, you know, I appreciate you showing love, your heart. Love. You know, I ain't doing it now, but, you know, <laughs> Look. It's, 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 I'm even, I even like people who wash in their car. When you showing love and appreciation for your stuff and love and respect, I, I, I love that. Because some people don't have that. You got to just love everything. You know, or give your real feelings, but say something. Because I know you've seen it. And that's the thing about it. That's why for people to send a shout out to me today on my boring day, I appreciate yes. one of you. Yes. If you're going to go watch the video, you know, and share it or subscribe. Even if you don't, as long as you watch it, you know, I appreciate you taking your time to watch it. Yes, them views count. Everything counts. Absolutely. So, you know, and I appreciate everybody that's on tonight watching this show and that always listen to Sadoor Radio. I appreciate y'all. I, I, man, look, it's free. I ain't asking y'all for <laughs> nothing but for support. <laughs> I mean, really, a little bit of time, a little bit of time. Right. You know, Mr. Mark 5, I want to thank you so much for being our special guest tonight. I appreciate you. That was super fun. I appreciate you. Again, I appreciate everybody that watched. I appreciate you for hosting this, um, giving your feedback. I appreciate everybody that listened to the song and that's going to share this broadcast or check it out on YouTube. Just go to Sador Radio. You can go to Sador Radio on YouTube or I'm going to put it up on my page, uh, Mark 5, or you can listen to our podcast. Which you just go to wherever you listen to podcasts and go to Sador Radio. And check out all the shows, all the broadcasts, and this one also. Yes, please do. And if you know any independent recording artist that is grinding, doing their thing, send them over to SidoraRadio at gmail.com. And as long as it's digitally mastered and it's a clean version, it can get on my blitz. And then we can follow up with you being a special guest on the New Artist Hour. And the Blitz is every Monday through Friday, every morning. Monday. So that means every morning you are in her Blitz. And realize something. You know, I'm in Philadelphia. She's in New York. We have different shows that's in South Carolina, North Carolina, New York. All over. I'm working on some stuff in uh, Maryland and Atlanta. So... We all over. So you just ain't saying, it's just like, oh, he's just in Philly. No, we East Coast right now. We ain't rocking the West it's, Coast yet, but yes. we East Coast, you know? Look, 
You will get the exposure that you desire if you mess with Lady T's morning hits list. I promote you. I, I am not social media savvy, but I am improving. I am not tainting it with negativity. I am improving every day, but I will play it. You promote it. They will hear it. You know what I mean? And it, it looks great to be on the airwaves. Absolutely. And all they got to do is download the free app. Sador yes. As you see right behind Lady T, you see how to spell Sador radio and they can get it checked out so on the way out of course i wanted to try to let me see if i can find this real quick i'm going to i wanted to play uh jimmy dennis tears easy song yeah and i don't know why it didn't go up in there i thought i put it up in there but it didn't but i'm going to put a song on then i'm going to play uh jimmy dennis make sure y'all go follow um my big bro, Jimmy Dennis, he dropped the song. At Jimmy Dennis Music. Yeah, absolutely. This might be it. No, that's not it. But yeah, make sure y'all go check out Jimmy Dennis also. And just stay tuned for more music and different things coming out very soon that we're putting out. Next singles, February, March, we're probably going to be dropping some new stuff. So stay tuned. And intertwine. Oh, and the time. new fire series for 2021. Oh, yeah, we can already go back at it. I just took a break, of course, because everything going on, and I wasn't trying to, you know, make sure everybody was safe. But we're going to work around this. We're not going to let nothing stop us. Guys, He's a perfectionist, guys. He, When it comes to his brand, it has to be specific. Exactly. So on that note, for our... Uh, Podcast listeners, I appreciate y'all for listening in. Yes. You know, because I got to start making sure we shout out the podcast listeners because we've been updating, uploading a lot of shows. So I want y'all to know that we do recognize the people that's listening on a podcast. For our and appreciate viewers. it. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. For our Facebook viewers, I so appreciate y'all. I've been going for a while, I know, dealing with this stuff with the family. And I'm going to try to basically come back, morning coffee for thought, all the open conversation, all the shows and everything, we're going to definitely rock out 2021. We're going to be back at it. So make sure y'all have that app downloaded. Make sure y'all watch the YouTube and please support. I appreciate y'all. Yes, thank you so much.